Hey you, my entrepreneurial friend. Of 10 years of running my coaching business, I am going to finally teach business. And of course, I'm going to teach business with human design. Because the thing that I've discovered over the last decade is that the way everyone else taught me to run a business didn't freaking work for me. So over this last decade, to create a multiple seven-figure business, I've broken all the rules. I have done everything my way. I have looked experts in the face and downright said no, all to create something I love with greater ease and flow that literally is changing the world. And the best part is it doesn't feel like work at all. It feels like I get to hang out with my best friends and I am having a huge impact on the planet at the same time. So if you own a business that you want to finally maybe start, grow, or even scale, then come and join me on the 9th of May to discover how your human design can create the most beautiful, authentic success for you. For all the details, follow the link in the show notes. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everybody. This is a special announcement for something really exciting that is coming out for you right now. And that is my first ever mastermind, which will um, begin at the end of March. And applications are now open to fill the limited spaces on that mastermind. Now, let me be super clear. This is a human design mastermind. You will be diving deeper into your human design and learning how to live an aligned life. However, this is not a mastermind for anybody. This is for the people that have already climbed one of their mountains and have already experienced, in inverted commas, success. By that I mean you've learned how to master your your athlete, as Carl Jung would say. You've learned to master your warrior, as he would say. And that means that you have worked out, you need to take care of this physical body. You have worked out how to provide for you and your family financially. But now you're being called to something greater. You want to create a life of meaning and purpose and give back to others and ultimately create a legacy that you can leave behind. This mastermind is for those people. Those people that are ready to climb a new mountain of meaning, purpose and fulfillment. So if this is something that sounds exciting to you and probably a little bit scary because you know it's time to face those fears that have been lingering in the background and if you are someone who really is prepared to jump in and live an aligned life according to your human design, then please apply now. Um, applications are open at the moment 
And once the, the places are filled, that's it, no more. We kick off at the end of March and there is a link in the show notes for you to book a call to have a discussion about applying for this incredible mastermind. And in this mastermind, we're going to unlock everything that's been holding you back and align you to your greatness. Anyway, I'm so looking forward to hearing from you and getting this superhuman team together um, that are designed for more. Thanks, everybody. The link to book a call is in the show notes. I look forward to chatting to you. Bye for now. Hello and welcome, everybody, to today's podcast. I have my mentor, Kim Gould, on today for another awesome episode. Hi. Um, yeah, welcome, Kim. So nice to have you back again. <clears throat> lovely, lovely, lovely to talk to you. It's always a fun conversation. Exactly. <laughs> Never know where it's going to go. Exactly. So today um, we're going to be talking about a subject that's quite close to my heart. Now, this is something that always in the past had triggered me with all the profiling that I've done, um, whether it was e-disc or meta-profiling or whatever, behavioural or personality profiling. Um, I now see it a lot in human design. So I've got Kim on today so that we can talk about how human design is here to empower you, to lift you up. It's not to put you in a box. Um, and specifically. Kim, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I know from my point of view, as you know, I get really super fired up when I hear people say, you know, I'm a manifesting generator. Um, I'm not meant to uh, do this or do that. So I can't. And that really frustrates me because all it's doing is disempowering people. Um, one of the things I know, and you've just said a moment ago, one of the important things about human design is it's the a tool of not only is it, is it an experiment of how to be ourselves and be more and more in alignment each day, but it's a tool of differentiation. So the moment someone tells us we are this, we are not defined. We are, we are not different. We are not who we are. We are actually putting ourselves in a box. So could you please start by sharing um, your opinion of that? Like how do you see people using human design in this way? And what do you think needs to shift and change to empower people more, not disempower people? Yeah. So that, so I'll just answer that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge topic, but let me just say it's the most important things for me about that topic. People come to me all the time and in readings or, or in coaching, and they say to me more often in, in single readings and they'll say to me, Oh, but I thought blah, blah, blah. And that's someone, someone's told them, someone's given them a piece of information and they've gone, oh, well, that's how I'm supposed to be. Now, the fundamental message of human design is get out of your head, surrender your process to your physical form, to your physical vehicle and allow it to guide you. And the experiment of human design, which draws forth the individuality, the differentiation that makes you stop fitting in and become yourself, the experiment of that is how is my body feeling about this? So if you are a projector, for example, so you just discovered human design, really excited, get told you're a projector, 
you know, that I think for projectors is so astonishing to get this strange piece of information which says you're meant to respond to the invitation and otherwise you don't initiate and and to realize this is in your body this is your body saying oh that that's true like you recognize it in your body if you're a projector that's so true if i don't get the invitation i'm just struggling to manage my life and to try and make things happen but if you then use your head to say oh i have to just sit here and wait for the invitation like you know people start to read the rules and and listen to the rules and then they miss what's actually going on in their life which their body is naturally responding to yeah so so there's a couple of things that are important to me one is trust yourself and your own authority over anything that anyone tells you about human design because human design is actually about trusting those parts of you yeah and that in itself i absolutely love i mean i talk yeah. a lot on the podcast that we're living in this time where we don't trust ourselves, and and the code of trust like trust sits up here but when we chuck trust down it's self-love so mm. it's this it, that people don't fully love themselves because they don't love and accept who they are now human mm. design is that ultimate tool and i love what you said is that it's an experiment that you need to run on you and you need to be listening to your strategy, your authority. And yeah. is that true in your physical body? Because if it's not, then throw it out. Don't listen to it. Like any other piece of advice, mm. then if it's not right for you, it's not right for you. I know one massive thing for me or an example of this for me, listen to me, I'm getting awfully MG excited about this, um, is I have gate 18. And one of the things that I think it's hugely beneficial in my coaching, because it's all about, you know, the correction, what's not quite right, but it's a projector gate, like it's a projected gate, which means that the moment I started getting paid for being a coach and giving my advice, therefore I have an invitation, all of a sudden it yeah. made sense. Whereas now I know don't offer advice unless it's been asked for in that yeah. specific part of my design. So Especially I'm because it's Pluto. So you <laughs> people will be like, take that powerful energy away. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So understanding um, and experimenting with your own design is so incredibly yeah. important. You know, so you know, I've been doing this a while now, and just a and while. When, <laughs> and when people come to me, of course, I look at the chart and I see things that they don't see. That's just, uh, you know, because I've been doing it for so long. So what happens is they'll come and they'll say to me, and this is so, it really is very common. They'll come and they'll say, oh, but I thought it was like this, as I said before. And when I break down the chart in a sense and say, but this is why that's not working for you. This mm. is why you're feeling uncomfortable with that. Mm. And, and there's other things. The chart's this incredible, almost, I think, well, not even almost, unlimited synthesis mm. of cosmic intelligence that's sitting in your cells and informing, you know, creating your aura and informing your life and your life geometry, et cetera, et cetera. You can't know that. You can't have rules for that. You can only be in your body, in your awareness, in the moment, responding and experimenting and in the, in the process of experimenting, becoming more and more differentiated. Absolutely. You know, one of the things I noticed in early days when I first started using human design with my clients 
I noticed that so much of the work that we'd already done was completely unconscious to me, aligning them to their human design. Mm. And I really do bring that back to now. It's because without realizing it, we were getting, I was getting clients from their heads into their bodies, building their self-trust. So really starting to make them the authority in their own life. I mean, I think that's, you know, what's your opinion? Like I think human design is all about, empowering people to be the, the authority in their own life. Yeah. Abs- yeah. For you, that's what it is for you. Cause that's what you're designed to help people with. Right. I love that. You're yeah, so yeah. right. That's, that's what you're designed to help people with. My main thing is help people understand how to apply it in a way that's really, I mean, still empowerment. Cause I still work a lot with the individual circuitry. It's still about empowerment but it's a kind of slightly different energy. So again, there's this sense of like, this is, you know, it's so, it's so beautifully complex and we, our minds are never, I can't understand it with my mind in totality. No one can. Yeah. Wow. That's a massive statement for all of the, uh, all of you out there that don't know Kim, because it's crazy the depths in which she knows these charts. It blows my mind. Um, no one can. It's just an impossibility. And, you know, the other thing about your chart is it's not a chart. It's not something on a bit of paper. It's not a description of you. It's actually the, the template in which you are moving forward moment by moment in your space-time geometry and what you're meeting along the way, what's being drawn to. So it's, it's actually in movement constantly. Mm. So the other thing is if you try, and I think I said last time we talked, you know, what happens with our minds, they think they've been left in charge. And all of us are in this like, oh, my God, you know, our minds are in a panic because they don't have any authority to know. They, don't, they literally don't know. Yeah. And, you know, much. Oh, exactly. And, <laughs> and I tell so you- if, we, if we let out, if we listen to what our minds are telling us about human design, we're missing the boat. I love that missing the boat if we're listening to what our minds think about human design and I think that's so spot on and my personal experience I'm open in the Ajna the moment I let go of needing to know all the answers and working it out and you know have control over it all of a sudden it's amazing and I mean that's why I think I'm such a good coach because I I know I don't have the answers my clients have the answers I certainly can guide them I certainly can see deep into their chart I can certainly give them what they need but it's their journey their answers yeah, absolutely. And because, you know, your mind's undefined, you can allow their thought. I, I love that you, I mean, you do that with me too. You help me with that as well. <laughs> can I say though, I'm mentally defined, I'm really strongly defined mentally, but they're projector aspects and I just have to let that be. That's mm. not guiding me in my way forward. If it does, I I get lost. But I have to let my body do its thing. And my mind's like this little playground where I get to hang out and like do really cool stuff, but it's not, it's not defining my experience. Uh, And I think that is so beautiful what you just said, that your mind is a playground where you just get to hang out. Like that's everyone's ultimate goal, right? (laughs) To, to be able to use the mind for fun, to enjoy, yeah. for learning, but not to be pressured to make sense, to have the answers, to figure shit out. Because at the end of the day, we're not here to figure shit out. We're here to actually yeah. get on this journey and more and more become who we are. Stop fitting in, as you mm. said earlier. Stop trying to fit in everywhere 
and become more and more of ourselves. And that's what this is all about, like setting people free, not putting people in boxes. I think there's two, there's two more things I'd like to add to the discussion. One of them is that you don't know what you don't know. So, you know, we actually, you know, if, we're, if our minds are holding on to this idea that, we, that um, our human design means this about us, then there's probably something hiding in there that, that if we actually know about that or we let that loose into our world, it's going to um, change things around. So the thing is that often we don't know that we're shying away from that thing. Yeah. And that's why a coach is important because a coach can point that out to you. I think what you've said is so powerful because, and I say this all the time and I've just mentioned to you before, the thing that people are missing is that your superpowers are two sides of one coin. And so often people fall into that, you know, like I'm not or I can't, but actually that's your lesson. You're meant to flip the coin and make, find your value. You know, one of the things for for me personally is that good old um, manifesting generator we can learn fast skip steps um, and get out before others now I hear this over and over again but the thing is that the small print that people are missing is that we're also just as much likely to skip steps and have to go back but it's it's learning that okay cool the, this is my superpower to be fast But it's not fast as in time. It's fast as in I can retain information, but I need to take my time to make sure I have all the pieces. So, and, and I needed to learn this through my body, not through my mind. I needed to understand that my body was going, yeah, you need to go back. You need to go back to that bit. Well, let's talk about the synthesis because you could be a manifesting generator with, for example, an undefined root centre. I don't know if you know anyone like that. And then... (laughs) No, I don't know anyone like that. And then you can have that conditioning pressure on the root centre that says, go faster, go faster, go faster, go faster. You've got to get this done. You've got to get this done. We want this done by five o'clock. Really, really, I should have it. You know, so you've got that root centre undefined it doesn't yet have its own pace. It doesn't yet have its own sense of calm, relaxed, everything's cool, how it is now. I'm just having fun being busy, right? So, so that root centre is being confused for the manifesting generator. Yeah. I'm really busy moving quickly through my steps. It's not the manifesting generator energy that's doing that. It's the root center and the fear and the adrenaline driving. Yes. And they're the kinds of mistakes people can make mm. when, they, when they take their human design at face value. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, and, and I love that because I feel like, oh, my God, of course, you know, like these are the things that um, human design gives us is the 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 depth and where to look. And, you know, as you're saying before, one of the cool thing is when we've got open or undefined centres, we know to look for conditioning in there as opposed to falling into the dogma that we can fall into because potentially it's easier to do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, and, you know, coming back to that thing, we don't know what we don't know. Mm. And you can you can even truly believe in every cell in your body, if I, I shouldn't probably say that, every cell of your brain, mm-hmm. that you're doing it right. Yeah. And yet if I know when people come to me and they say, I've been really doing everything right, well, it's just, no, I'm sorry. I wish that it was, you know, but you're not because you don't. I, I mean, I need it too. I need mm. people to point things out to me, obviously, because all of us have things that we 
can't see. Mm. And when you have a really good human design coach, then you can actually find those things and have them pointed out to you. And you would know, I have people all the time and I go, oh, but you did it again. And they go, oh, I did. Mm. You know, like I, I, and it takes a few times to actually start to notice. Yeah. Out of curiosity, do you find people, um, you know, when they're in their, in their unconscious, so for those of you listening that um, are not sure what I'm talking about, so I'm talking about if they've got an unconscious channel, which is a red channel or a red gate, um, do you find that, that they often repeat that behaviour until yeah. they've consciously chosen yep. it? Well, look, I, I want to be really, really clear about something. You're not meant to become conscious of the unconscious part of your chart. So okay. that, that, I think that's a really important distinction because people say to me all the time, oh, I'm really trying to get conscious about that energy. And that, no, that's, that, those design activations, those unconscious, well, activations that operate underneath your consciousness, they're meant if they were meant to be conscious they'd be conscious they're meant to operate underneath your consciousness so they're generally things that are very reliable for us and we can trust them yeah so the thing but in answer to your question what happens with those it generally people don't if there is a problem with those people don't notice it until much later in life because it's like oh that person did that or that person did that oh hang on all of those people had the same problem with me yeah maybe it's maybe the common factor is me and that's when we start to notice our that behavior that's operating unconsciously and start to be able to say wow there's some real gifts in there when i use that in that um energy in a, in a positive way yeah i love that i love that i've i um i have this client at the moment who has a unconscious um 214 And I literally said to her, I was going through the process and sort of talking her through that channel. And um, she, she just said to me, plain face and went, I, I'm not like that. Am I like that? And it was basically the fundamental of who she is as a leader. And it, it was such a realization for me that when it's unconscious, it's really unconscious. Yes. Yes. And it's like her biggest superpower. Like it's a thing that that magnifies people to her. Yet, so she doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah, like absolutely yeah. no reflection. I love that. I mean, um, awareness of it. And I love that, like, tick that box. I actually had a client the other week say she'd heard that the um, unconscious, that the red was um, past life stuff, like stuff we'd already ticked boxes. And I wasn't sure. I hadn't heard that before. What, what about that? Um, no. No. Um, if you're looking for past life in the chart, generally you would look at the moon and particularly the south node. Um, but there is some truth in that from the point of view it is that it represents a, a, a heritage, a heritage. And so, or, or a, a, I, I think there's two things that come into play. Is One is your biogenetic heritage. Mm-hmm. So, and the other is a kind of a soul heritage. So I think we bring, we do bring something into that design layer, which is from potentially from past lives, but I wouldn't look at it and say, oh, that's my past life. It, yeah, right. it, it's, I think, it, as I said, if you're meant to be conscious of it, you would be, but you're not. So in some way, it's something you can totally rely on. Yeah. But I wouldn't confuse it with the South Node stuff. That wasn't really clear, but I haven't, I actually haven't talked about this for a while and I'm trying to think of the terms I used to use, but there's definitely that genetic, 
the biogenetic yeah. mix because yeah. obviously you know it's your body so you've got your dna from your parents etc but also your vehicle i've got it now also your vehicle whole your vehicle your body actually holds the container for your soul to do what it's here to do in this lifetime mm. and so there is some kind of um soul history in it as well yeah right i love that absolutely love that so when we see those red parts in our chart it's like tick that box tick that box it's not that it's not that so yeah. if someone comes and says this is my problem well cool it's not that <laughs> well but yeah, it just depends you can't you know it's really complicated to, yeah. to um, unpack the chart from the point of view of conditioning and I, I remember when I first started working with human design and I was looking at my defined emotional center consciously defined emotional center and I thought I got so much shit going on there. <laughs> like it's <laughs> unbelievable and I had a conversation with um, one of the there weren't that many teachers back then and there was one of the teachers who I had a conversation with and I said can I have conditioning in a defined center in a defined center and he said no and I said it's completely undefined channel and he said well oh yeah well, I can't mm. <laughs> but uh, you know I think that it's you we can, I actually think we can pretty much have conditioning anywhere. The mm. difference between what's defined and undefined is what's defined is consistent and reliable for us. And what's undefined is influenced by the auric fields of people, you know, places, animals, whatever around us. Mm. That's the main difference. And I think we can still have conditioning to some degree in those defined centers, whether they're conscious or not. And I know my Mars, I've got a channel and I, you know, it's, a, it's an unconscious channel and I had a lot of conditioning in that channel that I've had to work with. So mm. I think that's interesting as well, because uh, for me, the 3420 and also that's the channel. It's such a, yeah. And my will center, you know, like one of the things that again, when I learned my human design um, and quite deeply in my design, that it's a lot of this big energy um, you know, vocal energy, empowerment energy, yet I spent my entire childhood completely shut down and shy. So, and, and I see that like I, I, the energy that I really align with obviously is my defined centers. However, that is where I'd shut a lot of that stuff down. So I definitely do believe that there's conditioning. Yeah. In all and even areas. Emma, even in the, like, you know, if you've got a split definition, the relationship between those two areas of your, of your design and what your bridge gates are. I mean, it, I think these these very Ra made a conscious choice at a certain point. He he brought human design out into the world, and people were like, "What is this? And how can we ever learn it?" And he actually made a decision to simplify it, mm. to not to dumb it down so much, to, but to kind of really oversimplify it. Yeah. And what we're suffering from now, in a sense, is a whole lot of people coming on board thinking that's human design. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And and then almost putting, um, creating new dogma, I think that's the yes. thing for me. Yes. Yeah. And not realising that it's like the tip of the iceberg and we're just looking at this tiny little tip and there's this whole other thing beneath it, mm. which is not only supporting that tip, mm. unbeknownst to the people looking at the tip of the iceberg, but it also contains the intelligence for that tip. Because yeah. a lot of this is just repeated dogma, as you say, jargon yeah. and dogma. Yeah. And the intelligence is not there. The yeah. deeper intelligence is not there in that work. Yeah, absolutely. Far out. I love that. All right, then, my lovely Kim, 
Thank you so much for joining. We better finish up today because I don't want, and not to mention we could go on forever. There's going to be plenty more podcasts. That felt like 10 minutes. Well, I think we've been on for 25. Oh, okay. That's good. So we don't worry, everybody. There is plenty more of Kim to come. And you know what, guys, or peeps, I'm trying hard, Kim, not to call them guys. It's got to be changed to peeps. Um, If you have questions for me or the incredibly wise Kim, can you please send them in because we will do podcasts on them. Um, Trust me. Trust me. The well of Kim goes deep. So anything you want to do, please bring it in. I'll send it in. Thank you so much for joining me again, Kim. Thank you, Emma. I love because I've got the 48, the depth, and you've got the 16, which is the enthusiasm that brings it out. So I love talking to you because it's like bubble, bubble, bubble. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) We can do it all day, every day, far out. All right, everybody. Well, thanks again. Thanks for joining. And we look forward to um, hearing you or having you again on the next podcast. And remember, everybody, to be you, back you, and love you. Bye for now. Thanks everyone for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.